You're listening to Your Magical Midlife, the podcast for women 40 and up. I'm Kate Higgins. I'm a licensed clinical social worker turned coach, and I'm here to be your guide, your friend, and your mentor. I'm here to light your way into your most magical midlife. Let's dive in. My mother died in October, late October, right before Halloween of 2020, in the middle of the pandemic. And she died after being in the hospital for just over a month. And she died several states away from where I live. My parents left New York three or four years earlier and relocated to Delaware so my mom could be near her sister and so that they could live in a home, a ranch, easier for them to navigate. But my mom had been ill for a couple of years before she died. She had advanced kidney failure and she had made it clear that she was not interested in dialysis. I moved to Florida in 2019. So when I got the call that my mother was in the hospital in September, she, you know, she said that she would only be there for a couple of days, and then it became a couple of weeks, and then it became acutely apparent that she was not going to survive. And I let my boss at the time know that I was going to need an indefinite amount of time off And I was driven to the airport by my amazing partner. I got on the plane and I went up and we sat with her for five days as she died. And it was a very intense experience. And that's probably another episode because what I really want to talk about in this episode is the aftermath of that. I was much closer to my mother than I am to my dad. My dad is a difficult person, and we have a very difficult relationship. I think that if my dad was born now or a young person now, he would most definitely be diagnosed as being on the autistic spectrum. He is your classic, eccentric scientist. He is not personable. He's not relatable. He is never on the same topic that you're on. He's got four topics that he likes to talk about, and that's chemistry, World War II, the Brooklyn Dodgers, and the San Francisco, whatever team that is. I don't even know. So there's four things that he likes to talk about, and I don't know anything about those four things. Well, I know a little bit of limited information about World War II, but not to the extent that he would like to discuss it. He also has a terrible temper and very low frustration tolerance. 
And a lot of my childhood was witnessing fighting between him and my mother or witnessing his anger being directed at me or witnessing his anger being directed in general at nobody, but just in general. And it was a difficult environment to grow up in. And it instilled me with a lot of anxiety and a very dysregulated nervous system because there was always, always screaming. It didn't matter if you lost a a nickel or if you burned the house down, which didn't happen. But, you know, my brother did drive the car through the garage door one day. And my dad's level of anger was always the same, whether it was a small thing or a really big, serious thing. It was always the same level of screaming. And it was always screaming, threatening, threatening to leave, saying that, you know, this isn't what he wanted for himself. He never wanted this. He, you know... F you and F this house and I know I this isn't what I signed up for. This isn't what I wanted. He made it very clear that he did not want to have a family. And I was very aware of that from a very, very young age, like five. And most of my memories of him are negative. And that's really the last thing I'm going to say about him and his personality before I move on to what I'm actually trying to talk about very clumsily in this episode, which is now, because he is elderly and doesn't have a lot of skills in the people department or the life skill department because Despite the fact that my mother was very ill for the last decade of her life, my mother did everything. My mother did all the cooking, and she made an elaborate meal every single day. My mother was an amazing cook and really loved to cook. So there was that. She did all the cleaning. She did all the caretaking in the house, the bills, the laundry, everything. When my mother passed and it was just my dad and my dad was living alone for the first year or year and a half in the aftermath of my mom passing, it became more and more apparent that not only did my dad not know how to do anything, but my dad had very poor judgment that may or may not have to do with the beginnings of some cognitive issues. My dad would make some statements that didn't make any logical sense given his level of intelligence. My dad is a very, very smart person. He's a scientist, he's a chemist. He's made his living in that industry his whole life, and he still tries to work and I think still brings in an income at 83, doing whatever it is that he does that he's never really been able to explain to anybody, but he magically makes money. 
So he would do things that didn't make any sense, like attempt to cook soup on the stovetop by putting the can of soup in a ceramic bowl and putting the ceramic bowl on the stove. Didn't really make sense. So my brother and I were very concerned about this and also just his inability to remember to change his clothes, take a shower. Just his self-care was just going very steadily downhill. My brother and I made a promise to my mother when she was transitioning, when she was dying, that we would make sure that he was okay because we knew she was not able to die unless she knew that he was going to be okay. He was kind of her first kid and in many ways her favorite of the three of us, her preferred child. And she doted on him as much as she resented him. They had a very interesting dynamic. And my brother and I have come to the conclusion that they had their own relationship and it had nothing to do with he and I. It was whatever they had between them was entirely separate from their role as parents. They had their own thing. And I've come to understand as much as I can as an outsider to that and accept that. They had their own thing. But my dad is unable to really do much of anything for himself. And in the aftermath of my mother's passing, he also has become increasingly frail. And there were many, 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 many falls between I'm going to say January of 2021 and the the time that we were able to get him into an assisted living facility, which was April of 2023. There were many, he had a life alert, the life alert would go off constantly and the EMTs would show up at the house and he would refuse medical care and then they would leave and I would be on the phone with them like, please take him to the emergency room. And they would say, well, his blood pressure is fine and he's oriented times three, so we can't force him. So he would be, you know, left after having a fall. And it just became more and more alarming. So we finally got him into this assisted living. We finally got him to agree to it. But it's a lot. It was a lot to have to go up and take him for various doctor's appointments and a couple of surgeries he had, you know, since my mother passed and packing his house up and moving him into this facility. And he didn't want to move near me in Florida. He's like the only 80 plus year old person who didn't want to move to Florida. And he didn't really want to move near my brother either. So he continues to be over a thousand miles away from where I live and 600 miles away from where my brother lives and expecting us to go up every other month. So it's been a lot of trips up to Delaware. 
since my mother passed. Many, many more trips than when my mother was alive. I think I went to that house like twice between the time they left and the time my mother died. And a lot of talking to his doctors on the phone, a lot of talking to the nurse at the assisted living on the phone. And then my dad got COVID. And then he got an ammonia. And then he was in the hospital for two weeks. And now, as of this recording, he is going to be stepping down to short-term rehab. And then hopefully going back to the assisted living, but possibly going to a nursing home. And my brother and I are navigating this from a long distance and over the phone and trying to talk to my dad about this, who just calls and screams at either me or my brother and saying that we're not managing his care well and you're not doing anything for me and blah, 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 blah. And this podcast is dedicated to my fellow caretakers of aging parents. I know that there are a lot of us. And some people have amazing relationships with their parents. Some of you who are listening to this are really lucky. You grew up with parents who made you feel loved, safe, and secure. And I know it's really hard for you to watch your parent age and crumble and have to navigate all their care. But who this podcast episode is really for is for the people who struggle with their relationship with their parent or parents and are tasked with being either the primary caregiver or a secondary caregiver or a tertiary caregiver of just having to navigate and assist a parent who maybe wasn't all that kind and having to reconcile those feelings and having to also accept that this is how it's going to be. It's never going to be a close relationship. You're never going to get the healing and the satisfaction of that relationship. They're never going to be the parent that you wished for or yearned for or longed for or deserved. Everybody deserves to grow up feeling safe. And I'll say, I know I said I wasn't going to comment anymore on what my dad was like. I will say, for the record, he was never physically abusive towards me or my brother or my mother. And he was never sexually abusive towards anybody. And I know people grow up with a lot worse than yelling. I am aware of that. I've been a social worker for 23 years. And my first job was working with kids in a psychiatric hospital, many of whom were foster care kids who grew up in conditions that I will not describe in this episode because they are so horrific that you will be scarred from just hearing me say the conditions that some of the kids I 
worked with grew up in. They were so unbelievable, the abuse that some of these kids survived. So I didn't grow up in that. I grew up in, we'll just call it a household with a lot of yelling. And this podcast is really dedicated to the people who grew up with complicated relationships with their parents, difficult relationships with their parents, estranged relationships with their parents, who are now tasked with the caregiving piece. And I just want to let you know that I see you and I see your struggle and I see you trying to show up with kindness and I see your sorrow at never having the relationship that you wished for and having to accept that it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. And it's okay to mourn that and it's okay to feel those feelings And it's okay to wish that you had different. And probably like me, when you were growing up, you would see a TV parent and you would idealize that TV parent and you would try to insert yourself in your imagination, you know, into the Seavers or the Bradys or the Ingalls, or the Cosbys even, I know, that's <laughs> that fantasy is now off the table. But the, I can't remember the name of the family, Ty's family now, but any TV parents that you can think of that were just so loving and so validating to their children and so safe and secure. I remember being that kid. And now I am, I'm the age of some grandparents and I'm still dealing with this. I'm still processing those feelings. And I want to let you know that you, it's real and valid to have those resentments that you are now the one, the person who's tasked with caring for somebody who didn't necessarily care for you. And also, it's okay to parent yourself a little bit and to take care of yourself as you're taking care of your aging, difficult parent. Give yourself a little love and give yourself a little grace. And that's my message for today. And now, I'm going to pull a card for this episode. Oh. I pulled the card and one fell out. So we're going to interpret the card that fell out. And the card that fell out is the world. And that's actually the perfect card for this episode. The world is about the healing, the wholeness, and the completeness of a situation. It's about when all the elements come together and they make the whole and you are complete. You have everything you need. And just remember that when you're taking care of whoever you're taking care of, whether it be your mother or your dad or some other random relative that you somehow found yourself in a position to be their caretaker when maybe they haven't given you that same level of nurturing. You can still take care of yourself and nurture yourself. Have a great week. 
Thanks again for listening to Your Magical Midlife. I'm Kate Higgins, your host. You can follow me on Instagram at Your Magical Midlife. You can check out my offerings on my website, www.yourmagicalmidlife.com. I offer one-to-one coaching, group coaching, retreats, a blog, and this podcast. Please remember to like, rate, and review to keep me in those algorithms. Have a great week. See you soon.